0: Support for this podcast comes from HireVue. HireVue's Team Acceleration software combines digital video with deep learning analytics to help companies build and coach the world's best teams. Team Acceleration software is a modern digital answer to antiquated recruiting and training software that has placed barriers and bias in the way of finding, selecting and coaching a company's most important asset, its people visit higherview.com that's spelt hirEVUE to learn how organizations like Vodafone, Unilever, Nike, Red Bull, IBM, and JP Morgan Chase are modernizing the way they work. There's been more of scientific discovery,
1: more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine.
0: Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 74 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Some of the most interesting and effective technological innovation I've seen in our space this year has been in the area of assessment. Whilst many of the new approaches aren't widespread yet, they point towards a future fundamental shift in the way we think about this part of the recruiting process. My guest this week is Dr. Nathan Mondragon, Chief IO Psychologist at HigherView. Higherview have been doing some fascinating things within the science of assessment and its ability via data and technology to accurately predict performance. This is an interview that everyone involved in recruiting should
1: most definitely listen to
0: hi nathan and welcome to the podcast
1: thank you matt good morning uh m- morning here and afternoon for you
0: absolutely yeah almost um i was gonna say almost evening it's uh, it's it's mid-after it's mid-afternoon could you introduce yourself and tell everyone um basically who you are and what you do
1: sure uh so my name is nathan mondragon i'm a, uh by title i'm the, the chief industrial and organizational psychologist at higher view what um folks refer to in uh, uh, in, in EMEA as uh, an occupational psychologist. And um, uh, at higher view, I'm responsible for working with the a team of psychologists and a team of data scientists and our uh, sales and consulting folks to uh, package and, and sell and deliver what's called our digital assessment solution, which we can talk about uh, a little bit later. Cool.
0: And could you sort of give us a little bit of um, fill us in a little bit more on your on your on your background and 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 what what you've done sort of before you came to Hive View?
1: Yeah. So my my uh, my background, the majority of my my uh, work experience has been in combining assessments in a technology delivery. So all the way back to. Uh, the mid 1990s, uh, working with starting to work with different consulting firms of uh, industrial and organizational psychology consulting firms. Um, I was always blending technology deliveries of assessment solutions. So in 96, I actually was part of a team that delivered the very first online test for hiring purposes uh, ever uh, implemented. Uh, that was in conjunction with uh, Cooper's and Lybrand, um, and ever since. Then have been involved in that sort of uh, that sort of background. Um, spent about five years with different consulting firms like uh, SHL, DDI, Aon, etc. In doing those, they're helping to webify their delivery tools, and then um, kind of realized uh, in the early 2000s that the I/O psychology firms were. Excellent at the science and the research side of things, but they weren't so good at the technology side. So I wanted to go to the technology type companies and sort of apply apply my trade within an enterprise software company essentially. So I joined Recruitsoft, became Taleo, and then acquired by Oracle uh, three, four years ago. Um, And I built an assessment practice directly within the Taleo recruiting applicant tracking system. Um, And that had great success for about 13, 14 years before before jumping ship and journey, uh, joining higher
0: i think that's interesting because oh, what i'm certainly noticing at the moment is um technology really seems to be driving assessment into some um some some different and interesting places um and i presume that's sort of what what you guys are doing um what you guys are doing at higher view i mean how how is assessment of evolving or how is technology evolving assessment um and uh, you know what are you kind of working on in that sort of cross section at the moment
1: uh yeah it absolutely is um and that, and that's really the reason I joined Higher View a uh, little over a year ago, is because what they were doing from a uh, an advanced technology and an advanced science perspective was uh, second to none. Nobody is, nobody is. People are trying it, but nobody's really being overly successful with it. And, and Higher View has has figured it out with their video data. So. W- what they were were doing really gained kind of captured my interest beyond just doing interview content within a platform kind of thing. So, so what what HireVue you know at its core is a video interview or a video type platform that's used for collecting applicants' video interview responses or doing live interviews, kind of like we're doing over the you know over Skype here um, kind of thing. But. They also have a, an an add-on platform that does coaching-type applications. So once somebody gets hired, then they can continue to use that video platform to go through training and development and continue to coach themselves. So that basis of a platform of capturing video data, essentially, from candidates or employees is the core product. And about two years ago, um, uh, they uh, Mark Newman, the, the founder uh, of HireVue, brought in some what they call quants, you know, the, the data science folks, um, and they were doing quantitative type analysis with mutual funds and uh, you know, physics background, et cetera. They brought a couple of those folks in and they started to look at the video data and said, you know what, we can actually apply what's called machine learning or deep learning to this video data to look at kind of what do people say? the words they use, what their voice sounds like, what their facial and microexpressions look like and the uh, as they speak, uh, et cetera, and start to extract really good data uh, out of those uh, video captures. So they started to look at that and research it and started to find that the data they were extracting from those data, uh, video files actually had a relationship to um, uh, people who ultimately got hired or people who perform better when they got started the job, that sort of stuff. Uh, and so, so that background is what gained my interest because that's some pretty leading edge science. That background of that, those video analytics that they were doing gained my interest in, in the, the main reason I joined. I joined Higher View, uh, you know, 14 months ago uh, kind of thing.
0: So to dig into what you sort of just described there in a little bit more detail before we sort of talk about um, how it how it works in practice, um, you, you sort of mentioned um, the words that people use, but you also mentioned um, the tone that they use and micro expressions. Could you could you sort of could you explain that a little bit more in terms of what that might tell us about some someone, what the sort of data points are there?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So <clears throat> there's there's different indicators in the in the data set. I mean, it's what they call features. So and when you think of all the words people use, the types of words, positive wording, negative wording, nouns, verbs, pronoun, you know, adjectives, adverbs, etc. Those are all different elements. And then the audio file, the voice inflection, the monotone sound of the voice, the inflections in the voice, the amounts of white space in the audio file or the the, the use of the ums and the ahs and the OKs and the pauses in the speech uh, kind of thing have certain data elements uh, linked to them. And then the, <clears throat> the facial Movement has indications as well. So smiling, frowning, uh, eyebrow movement, eye contact up and down with the camera uh, has different emotional type, uh, you know, categories attached to it. And then when you put those three together, uh, that can be pretty telling as well. So, you know, Matt, if I asked you, um, do you like your boss? And your response was, I love my boss. On the wording, on the text alone, that's a pretty positive wording. So that sounds pretty good. But if your answer was... I love my boss and you roll your eyes and look away from the camera and your voice drops at the same time, that has a different meaning to the answer than the, uh, you know, than the the positive text alone kind of thing. So it's, it's really those three sets of data laid on top of each other that can be very telling in, you know, in an interview uh, analysis essentially. So it's almost like the way I kind of parallel it is, if you were doing a live interview with somebody and they were sitting across a table from you, you would be reading, engaging their body style, their language, their <clears throat> their reaction to your question. They'd be doing the same to you, you know, kind of thing. And it's it's been able to capture a lot of that analysis that you run through in your head that never gets down to the paper. Essentially, that doesn't get into your notes and doesn't get into your ratings of how good or bad you think this person is in the interview and subsequently would be to, you know, to work for you. That's the type of stuff that we're capturing that that we're identifying in these data elements uh, with the with the video ana- analytics, plus other you know, competency and personality type things as well.
0: Now, you, I, I suppose, to dig into a bit more about how you know how you're sort of using this in practice um obviously this data kind of as, as you say has has a meaning in its own right are you then sort of cross-referencing that with with other data with performance data to actually um bring like a proper contextual meaning to it how does the um how does the sort of product develop from 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 that point
1: yeah and that's and that's kind of what I was um, you know brought in to help do. So that's exactly what we're doing is is that's sort really where the golden nugget really kind of comes in here. Um, but but let me kind of back up uh, and, and sort of say you know most of customers when they start working with us, they have um, <clears throat> about a four, five, eight week hiring process from the time an applicant applies for a job to the time they get that job offer. Let's call it six weeks. Um, and and the reason it's six weeks is because there's multiple steps and multiple time and scheduling things that have to take place between each of those steps. What we're doing and what we're able to do now with this video analytics is consolidate a lot of those steps. So a lot of our customers are getting like a five-day, six-day, seven-day, eight-day from the time an applicant applies to the time they get the higher offer uh, now because of the consolidation uh, with the video analytics it allows us. So what what we're doing is we're taking – Let's say, uh, on average, about six questions are in uh, a customer's video interview for, you know, pick your job group, you know, uh, high volume, entry level hourly jobs like cashiers or college grad hiring or salespeople, you know, whatever it might be. Um, there's about six, seven, eight questions in their video interview. Um, it takes two to three minutes of response time per interview question. So we're getting, let's say, 15 minutes of recorded video data. We've already talked about kind of how we analyze that video data. That gives us what we call our predictor set or our input set, you know, kind of thing. Then we want to link that up to, which is what you were leading to, the outcome data. So um, who performs better? uh, Who gets the job? Who turns over more frequently? um, Who sells more? Who gets promoted? You know, whatever the... Business metric might be that's of interest to that customer for that job group. That's what we'll, that business data and metric data will collect, link it up to the video data, and then run a whole bunch of analysis with the video data and the outcome data to identify which of those data video features actually link to that job performance data. And we'll build an algorithm scoring engine on the back end basically to generate a result for, uh, for that. Uh, For that customer, for any any candidate that that then comes through and takes that video interview, that score gets generated and that score is uh, statistically linked to the business metric data that it was built upon, like job performance or turnover or something like that. Um, And that helps guide them in then who they should bring in for the live interview or the next step of the process, whatever that might be.
0: I mean, it's absolutely fascinating stuff um you know just un- unbelievable in 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 some ways from uh you know what was you know what what technologies made possible it's i mean do you have are you seeing um re- you know tangible results from using this this kind of process are clients getting the um, the kind of outcomes that they expect
1: oh yeah yeah um uh, huge roi so far so uh, you know, anywhere from turnover reduction to sales improvement, job performance rating improvements, um, longer 10 year uh, safety violation reductions, you name it. Um, you know, we're doing some studies now with uh, a couple of other retailers around loss prevention or what they call shrinkage and theft, you know, kind of to identify the features in the videos that would. Identify people that would have a tendency to steal, uh, essentially. Uh, so we'll probably have uh, some loss prevention reduction type results here in the next uh, three four months. Um, and others, uh, doing a, we have a study underway with uh, uh, healthcare companies right now for nurses. Uh, so looking at how how do we identify the nurses that are going to be? Um, it's a unique combination for the for healthcare for nurses where they need to have that. Uh, technical knowledge of, of medical ability and, and, and that kind of stuff, combined with the patient care of being of servicing and taking care of patients and the empathy and all that kind of stuff, along with uh, nurses are being asked to manage teams, you know, they, they're not they're managing the nursing assistants and the other nurse crews and that kind of stuff. So it's a unique combination that is needed in a, in a pretty unique professional uh, job. So we're doing a, a bunch of studies with uh, some healthcare companies right now to identify a nursing model, essentially as well. So that's probably about three or four months away as well. So we'll find we're finding a lot of ROIs. Um, a lot of companies are putting dollar values to these returns. One attached a, a 2.8 million dollar savings in um, uh, uh, deferred cost, essentially. So they had a we found 420 days longer tenure for the people that scored well on the digital assessment versus those that scored poorly. That 420 day longer tenure equated out to a number of hires that they didn't have to make basically. And those hires would have cost uh 28,000 per hire and times that times a hundred hires for the year, which would have been average that they would have had to have made. It's a $2.8 million savings uh, right there off the bat. So, um, so results like that we're, we're finding uh quite, frequently with with our model bills
0: now what's fascinating about this for me is 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 very often people will talk about the the art of recruiting and the science of recruiting. Um, and you know what I'm seeing from uh the, the the kind of march of technology in the assessment area is that art of recruiting is sort of being deconstructed into science and and automated. Um, and obviously that's a, an aspect of what you guys are doing very, very successfully. Where is the place for the human recruiter? Um, in in all of this um are they being replaced by the 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 algorithm or or is there is there is their role changing
1: yeah it's 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 a little bit of both to be honest with you um you know there there's a, I think the common term that people are throwing around today is called recruiterless recruiting um uh, maybe we'll see that someday i don't know um but what we're finding our customers and some of our very large customers, some of the very large banks of the world, you know, et cetera, they're repurposing and reallocating their recruiter base. So it's not necessarily getting rid of individuals or you know the FTE count, but it's really the recruiters typically are, are responsible for finding people, pushing them into the funnel or the process working them through each step of the process and then trying to close them at the end and you know, and, and get the hire out of it and then kicking them into the employee onboarding piece. That's a lot of tasking and administrative type work that recruiters are responsible for. What we're finding our customers are doing is reallocating and repurposing those recruiters to the top of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel. So at the top they're saying go out and source and Look for talent and find places to get talent and get them interested, and get them into the pool, essentially uh, kind of thing. So there's good recruiters that are good at that sort of task and that sort of a uh, you know strategic strategic move, if you will, of getting recruiting and and filling the funnel. Then let the sort of algorithms, if you will, run through and and look at the resume and generate scores to that, look at the video interview and do the digital assessment approach and generate scores on that and let the computer essentially kick out to the recruiter the top individuals that link to future job performance or future success and then let that recruiter now spend their valuable time on the high-touch component. So let the computer do the technology part where, where that menial administrative task and stuff that recruiters don't like doing anyway and really shouldn't be doing, let the recruiters now do with the high touch and actually closing and selling those highly qualified candidates to convince them to join you know, that the company X, Y, or Z kind of thing. So work at the top of the funnel and then work at the bottom of the funnel in, in selling and closing those, those highly screened and highly qualified candidates. That's what a lot of our customers are doing is that repurposing of the recruiter
0: yeah and i can I can completely see the, the logic in in doing that 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 makes a lot of a lot of sense now sort of final sort of final question or area for discussion um now obviously what what you guys are doing um, you, you know is arguably kind of on the cutting edge um, of uh, uh, you know of assessment and recruiting um obviously you know you're getting the ROI, the clients are the clients are doing it so it's it's establishing itself What's next? what's what's on your radar? where where might technology um take take us next? what what's kind of on the horizon that you can see um, that might change things even further?
1: yeah, I, I think um, the main one of the main things is we kind of touched on this a little bit around expanding the algorithms into the other pre-screening areas like the resume, right? So we've been researching uh, recently we had a we pulled a database of 10,500 candidates that had the resume, had the video interview, and we knew their job performance once they got hired. And we looked at through our machine learning and deep learning that, you know, that precursor, the artificial intelligence type type work, were able to identify um, area features on the resume and generate a, a resume score generate the digital assessment or the video interview score linked those up to job performance and found that there was what we call incremental validity there's each of them added to the prediction of the job performance but each of them together resume plus the digital assessment or the video interview were was more powerful together than separate uh, so that's going to be one proof point i think and there's other you know, companies are kind of researching that resume prediction now um, We've already kind of got it, and now we'll sort of productize it a little bit. That's that's one area. Is I think to to continue that middle funnel, middle pre-screening ground that we just talked about, and sort of automating that with the machine learning. The second is once these people become employees, what are we doing with them, and how can we take the rich data that we gathered on them from their maybe their resume score and their digital assessment score, and maybe their you know other traditional assessment scores that were in the evaluation process. How do we take that rich information and then and then apply it to developmental and coaching activities once they get hired, and apply that within a a video platform again? And that's again, this is you know in in HireVue's core as the what we call our coaching video and our coaching video platform, which is uh, does just that. But we'll take the data that. The, the candidate generated and the scores we generated on them when they were an applicant and apply that to their coaching uh, profile so that they can then kick off some developmental activities and that sort of stuff once they become an employee um, all within a video interview platform. So I think the the, the short answer is video will be the, 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 the centerpiece of it um, and it'll be taking the applicant, video analytics and applying that to video developmental planning, if you will, for the person that becomes, once they become an employee. Nathan, thank you very much for talking to me. Matt, I appreciate it. I appreciate the time and this has been a, uh, has been a joy.
0: My thanks to Nathan Mondragon. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or via your podcasting app of choice. Just search for Recruiting Future. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me.
1: This is my show.